It's time for the Minecraft Podcast, episode 158. This episode of the Minecraft Podcast is brought to you by Braintree Payments. Mobile app development can be complex, but integrating your payments no longer has to be. With Braintree, your business can accept nearly every type of payment from any device with just one integration. Learn more at braintreepayments.com slash Minecraft. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Minecraft Podcast. We have a full cast today. It's fantastic. We got good. Hello. Badge. Okay. We got Cove and we got Hi. Pyro. I like to I like to change it. I like to change it up. You know, you never know. You never know. Is it a hello day or is yeah. it just a kind of sit here and shut up day? Yeah. Is it a is it a I say it as fast as I can day or do you get actually get to say it? So Chad, we don't know until he actually interrupts us. <laughs> right. Right. I see you've moved into a bar, Chad. I have. How do you like my new rustic gastro pub? Uh, yeah, I've actually uh, over the weekend created uh bricks and pillars you I created like them you like you got a bolt bought a mold you went outside and got some clay um well kind of, the pillars i legit created these were this was this was wood before like you like uh, you and, got some nails and stuff and hammers mm -hmm. wow. and wood glue and a router to route router the edges and wow. sanding thing and yeah no it was legit those it's really cool uh, because like I started off with just sheets of wood and now I have white pillars. Okay. I'm seeing something different here. What I'm seeing is that Chad and Ari got married. He kicked her out of her old office and then he set up, you know, a little bit further away, but <laughs> there we go. Still there. We just that... never seen that side of her office before. Right, right, right. Wall. He tried to make it look the same, happened. but he couldn't quite make it look very the same. similar to my house. Yes. I mean, Honestly, your house was a corner of a white room. It doesn't. I mean, I I want to be honest. Almost every house has one of those. So yeah, Ari's, true. but the thing is, Ari's house apparently had a brick wall there. So you you had to improvise. Like, I made it. I I built it. I find Co's version a lot more believable. Occam's <laughs> <laughs> razor. This <laughs> it's so much more believable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was uh, over the weekend. I mean, my dad. Uh, okay, now it's becoming oh, more believable. There we go. There we go. The what? Now that my dad helped? Yes. Now, now? Yes. The, the, the picture of you with a, with a screwdriver. Right. Your All hand. by himself. The guy who could not figure out how to put an egg into water without cracking it open. That is suddenly cooking. built a Listen, pillar. I took. My father is a is a woodshop teacher, and oh I yeah, I believe it. Well, he built a pillar okay. this weekend. I, <laughs> I imagine I Chad was making the drinks, and uh, and uh, yeah, he showed showed his dad about his blue apron. He cooked dinner for everyone. <laughs> oh my god! I bet you're just an embarrassment to the family. Aren't you? Uh, this is uh, you guys. Like, I can't believe you don't believe. I I I did more. I don't know. We probably did the same amount of work. Um, <laughs> Do you have a power tool available? I went and bought a miter saw. A saw. Saw. Yeah, I'm not really helping my argument here if I call it a miter saw. What's, what's this, Chad? A drill! What See? the? What? Yeah. Are there any of us that don't have a drill, like, right here? 
I mean, I have my uh, my tools on the ground. I just wired yeah, up the. He just uh, showed a little green bag. It, it didn't even have tools in it. <sighs> Chad's, Chad's desperately looking for something that looks like something like a hammer or anything. I cleaned it all out. Uh -huh. I, I, I cleaned it all got, up. You, you must have some. Like evidence. a real professional. Hey, who? Okay, which one of you guys worked in the construction industry? Me. I believe I actually I, worked you. in construction. This it's is my I believe you face. That's your bitch cosplay. Right. So, no, so no, what no. were you? Were you the water boy? No, <laughs> oh, I've, I've got into, into, into attics, and I pre-wired homes, I dug trenches. I, I dug, he was in the war. The he, the <laughs> he was in the war. You do, if you're gonna, if I, we had to run, you know, coax line all the way down to like a boathouse or something. You have to dig a trench to get it down there. I would, that was me. You know boathouses are in the water chat, right? No, they're not. They're, they're <laughs> on the land. They're... <laughs> Wait, you have a boathouse. Boat. Boat house. <laughs> it's not a boathouse. It is a house for boats. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah I see. Boat garage. Boat garage. It's a boat garage. <laughs> exactly what it is. Wait, you ran cable down there where they have a TV in there? Yeah, <laughs> right? they had a whole party. Yeah, it was a whole like gazebo area oh, okay. on top of the boathouse. This is like a three million million dollar home. So it was a pot. Uh, <laughs> it was a very no, it was like it had AC. It was that nice of a boat yeah. house. Man, I have like a like a, a shack. garage door. Or no. Something. The AC yeah. just blew out no, into the, the AC into was the... up on top. So literally this is how oh, it worked. Yeah, it had three bays for the boats. Uh and then uh you go on top and there was like this party deck with a big grill and everything. And it had like industrial uh AC stuff. So because this is in Texas, so it gets super freaking hot. So yeah, that's we ran. I was in uh, audiovisual, which is like uh, home theater installation and stuff. But when you're in that area, <laughs> you you do a lot of uh, cables and um, low low voltage was basically low low voltage electrician stuff. Is uh, what I, I was don't know thinking. if that counts as construction, Chad. Not to diminish your your hard but no, work. No, no, no. What you don't realize. What you don't realize is, is you're part of the construction process. So the construction process. On, There's a, it's a big I was sphere, on construction really. sites, mm -hmm. like pre-wiring. It's still the bare bones of the home. Okay, you're, well, you know what? Actually, I worked with an electrician for years, so I guess I was on the construction site too. Oh yeah, an AC AC installation. I used to run ducts under houses. So yeah. Now were these already built homes or being built homes? Being built. Being built. Being built. Yeah. I, or, I or, or well, sometimes for the AC, it was already built homes, but, but so both. Yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't nailing in sheetrock and stuff like that. No, but I was working on construction sites, making sure that things were laid right, pre-wired, uh, running cable through attics, and we believe that. Thing he did a lot of fishing. <laughs> uh, there was boat houses, million dollar boat houses. All right. Anyways, let's move on. To, to, to Pyro wants to talk about Pokemon Go a lot. It's, look, it's look, a shame Doc, Doc is not here. Doc yeah, hates it. I've got for this as well. So I was about to say that about Doc. I mean, maybe he'll give in to it one day, but uh, Pokemon Go came out this week in Canada, finally, after, what, like three weeks of it being out in the States, and uh, it immediately crashed all the servers, which is no surprise, seeing as the game has been critically renowned, right? Not, I guess it has a 6.5 Metacritic, so... So critically renowned, but I keep seeing people saying that it's like going to save the world and stuff. I mean, you know, it is a little bit circle jerky, honestly. Like when I see it, it's 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 added to my list of subreddits that now get filtered right there with Overwatch. 
um, oh, that mm-hmm. things I don't care I to agree. see anymore. Uh, you know, these pictures of uh, <laughs> one week after cocaine, one week after Pokemon Go. You haven't lost 400 pounds one week after Pokemon Go. Go away. Um, I agree. I, I think the longevity is, is not going to be as big as everybody's hoping. See, I think it will be. I, I do. I think, think it will be too. If they update the game and add more of the things that people actually want from it, I believe that it will be. Yeah, does it, does it have any depth other than no. just catching? No. Catch Pokemon and take over gyms. And uh, it's very. And there's very- a lot of grinding. Like you have to catch a lot of the same Pokemon in order to get the candies to upgrade your current Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's the highest grossing mobile game uh, on the market right now, and yeah, it's, it's new. It's a thing, isn't it? That was fast. It's earning quite a lot of money. It has more active users than Twitter right now as well. This, this is my well, Twitter is also failing as a business. So I, I'm actually a- amazed at how many services have more active users than Twitter. Like Instagram has more active users than Twitter. And it's I'm like, always surprised it's like when I read on to Twitter. Right. I'm always surprised when I read how bad Twitter is doing and how bad their shareholders hate the company and like how they're they're having a hard time converting people and they're trying to fix it and stuff. I thought Twitter was this well performing like well, perfect how, how thing. How do they make money? They don't have a there's like no way to make money off of Twitter. Well, just the ad, the same way Google does to, to some on a much much smaller scale, you know, just the ad platform, but yeah, it's not the same. How often do you see an ad? Do you mind I'm I'm just going to I never see an ad. Yeah. Uh, gonna, do you, you use a Twitter watch. um uh, like a third party Twitter app? Do you use that Main oh, I, up, I use TweetDeck, so that's why I don't. Yep, yeah. that's why you don't yeah. see any ads. Yeah, except for that they own TweetDeck, so that is kind of weird. Why? Why haven't they? Because I, I agree. That's why, though. I don't use TweetDeck, and I see ads every day. It's at the top of my Twitter. Maybe you yeah. block blocks them. Maybe. Uh, I see a few. Here's Sometimes it adds the, uh, stuff to your so, host files, yeah. so it might be doing that. Well, Here's that a social media that is better. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it's not on the scale of Google, so I don't think they can yeah. really survive off of it. I, don't know. Yeah. I thought people were signing up daily, and they're having a hard time getting people to even sign up, too. So, anyways, go ahead, Chad. Just here, here are the social media networks that are that are larger than Twitter by some of them a few factors: Instagram, Tumblr, QZone, WeChat, QQ, Facebook Messenger. That's not even Facebook. That's Facebook Facebook Messenger. Yeah, but Facebook Messenger's got a billion users. It forces it on you, is what I understand. (laughs) WhatsApp WhatsApp also has a billion users, and then Facebook with 1.5. Doesn't Facebook own WhatsApp? Go ahead, Kai. Some of those are, uh, like, popular in other regions, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think, didn't WhatsApp really take off in, uh, like, India Mm -hmm. originally? Because you could, like, text message with it, right? But it didn't didn't use a network it was like its own thing yeah use wi-fi or Mm -hmm. any internet data whatever i think brazil have just banned uh whatsapp for the olympic games which is interesting i they should Uh, ban people from the olympic games really i mean (laughs) the guy trying to put out the olympic torch with the fire extinguisher so Crystal said an interesting thing in regards to that uh with all the people trying to put out the uh, olympic flame with water and stuff this is a terrible thing. Like she's going to hell for saying this, but why aren't they using gasoline? Oh, that would really hour, get rid I... of the thing. The the flame and everyone around it would go away. Anyways, um, <laughs> it, it would be a way. It would be a way, but <laughs> we get the, the, problem, the problem I've had with with the Pokemon is that they're making all this money apparently, but uh-huh. 
everybody is struggling to to log in on it. So That's why not. I stopped using Ingress. Ingress yeah. was a pile of shit. I every, Wes Wilson is like the Ingress spokesman or something. <laughs> you go to you go anywhere with him, and he's just sitting there ingressing. And so I was like, well, okay. yeah, now he's Pokemoning. Probably looking probably. at his Instagram. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't use Instagram. So on the desktop, I'm, Wes plays uh, Clicker Hero, and then outside of it. He does the Pokemon. That's all I ever see him play. <laughs> they, they had they had the boss of Amazon text them just after it came out. So the well, chief technical Peter. officer, not the boss. But oh, yeah, right. go ahead. Yeah, saying you know if you if you need help, give us a shout because we can you know we're quite good at doing that sort of stuff. Clearly they haven't. No, the missile like saying... stop using ingress. It's pile shit. Like the server sucked. Yeah. This kind of stuff that... is hard, though. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not discounting the millions and billions of fuckers using it. It's yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't well, want yeah. to take I it mean, on. Like, think about Blizzard. Blizzard's been through this uh, various times with World of Warcraft. Every time they release a new update, right? And the most recent one, same thing happened again. There was a influx and a crash. Yeah, they must. They must know that this. No. See, I, I feel like they, there's no way that they could have thought, "Oh, we're going to become the most popular app." In well, I bet they thought it was going to be huge. Some idea. I'm not saying yeah. that they had no idea, but I think the trouble is, is that is that these things are actually beyond a certain volume. They're technically very, 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 very hard to like prevent these problems, no matter how. Yeah. Hard to emulate that sort of server load as well. Well, like with World of Warcraft, for example, I've read lots of like documents from Blizzard talking about the issue of how do you prepare for this huge amount of people whenever you know a month later they're not going to be there too. Like um, <laughs> right. building the infrastructure for something that only exists for a very short period of time is is very difficult. And I've always questioned how many people do you lose as a result of the inability to support them over that month. I mean, I'm sure that you're still going to have the same, a, a very large drop-off of people who are moving on. But why you have AWS, isn't it? You, you rent servers. Right, yeah, well, right, right. I mean, scalability has yeah. changed a lot because of stuff like that. Oh. So it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that's why I, I think it's funny that, in, that Ingress and that, you know Pokemon Go and Niantic had problems with this because they were originally a Google company. <laughs> yeah, it's like, right. can you have that built in to scale with Google has a, is a similar product to AWS? Like, I'm surprised <laughs> that they couldn't keep up. It is a lot of people, though. Like, I, I don't think anybody oh, yeah. ever expected it to be this big. I think they were expecting, like, 20%, 30% of what it is right now. You think so? Yeah, I, I really do. I, I'm honestly amazed at how big it's blown up myself. And, you know, I play all the Pokemon games. I know the size of the fan base, and including, like, people coming back for nostalgia. I just never thought it would blow up. Like, in the UK, we have Chavs. You guys know what a Chav is. And I see Chavs walking around with Pokemon Go, and they're, like, you know, this big tough guy act. And they're playing Pokemon, and I kind of think, like, how did that happen? You know, it is, those guys would be making fun of you five years earlier. It is quite amusing if you go out on a walk in the evenings to your phone, and then you walk past where the Pokestops are, and you see people there on their phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially in town with the lures. Someone drops a lure, and there's, like, 20 people. I've actually uh, I've read a few people talking about like businesses that are uh, spending their money buying lures. I don't I don't again I don't know anything how this game works, but I, I'm assuming you can buy lures. Like coffee shops, if you own a coffee shop or any kind of social gathering point, investing in lures is a really smart idea. Bring people in, mm -hmm. you know. Um, again, I think this is something that's going to be short lived. The hype of uh, the initial hype is going to be somewhat short lived, but I think that'll be something that people play for a long time. So it's it, the the. You know, like like Co said, people are trying to change the world. I think I think there is some trickle of of 
economic and change across the whole world as a result of the thing. Well, my, my cynicism wants to keep it in check, but I, I will admit that it's definitely something new and different from before. Like Ingress, when I first saw Ingress, I thought, oh, that's really interesting. It's like a real world. It's like an augmented reality game. Yeah. But it was like, sorry to say, really boring to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's there just there wasn't anything about it that that pulled me in other than the unique concept of it. But Pokemon, you just basically put a Pokemon skin on that, and you see how popular that kind of thing can be, and it does make people go outside. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Wii, where the Wii was super popular and it made people do something that they didn't normally do, which was like wave their arms around in their living room. All right. And get there's been doctors that have came out and publicly acclaimed the app and stuff for getting a lot, not only yeah, awesome. people that are overweight, but also people that struggle with things like social anxiety or have, you know, a tendency just to stay indoors all day. I mean, I've been talking to random people over such a stupid game and people that I would never have otherwise talked to, you know? Yeah. Not, it's not as if we're going to become best friends for life or something, but for someone who's struggling to even, you know, go and answer the door or something, it's a common interest and a easy conversation topic. For yeah. The most part. Yeah. It's yeah. And when I, when I, I go ahead. As I say, when I talk about longevity, I think well, what I'm saying is, I it will probably last a while, but I think this initial yeah, it's popular longevity is going to die off fairly quickly. Uh -huh. Yeah. I still I still feel if. 10% of the player base uh, remain, you know, in the next six months, and then they're going to release another pack containing the Generation 2 Pokemon. It's going to spike in a little bit. I still feel like if it's 10% of the current player base, that's still exceeding their actual expectations for the app initially because, I mean, the numbers are just insane. And That's the thing. It's like you have all these people who are excited, and I feel like the moment that uh, those features that everyone kind of expected, like PvP and trading and that sort of stuff. Once that happens, like holy right. Crap. I mean, that's, that's the things that, that, that I surprised think. me that that wasn't yeah. there yeah. in the start. So that would change things significantly once that sort of stuff would be added. Like that would change my opinion on it greatly. Like that's the thing that whenever I, w I know I had some. I, even though I've never played a Pokemon game in my life, I had some initial interest and it was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, I've seen the show. I used to watch the show some. For whatever reason, I don't know exactly. why it came off. It came on after Yu-Gi-Oh, which I actually really liked. Um, so I used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh, and then Pokemon would come on after, and I'd be like, "All right, don't, don't, don't use that against me, Co. You just keep that information to your head forever." Now I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to let's do a reference ever, ever. Pretty good um, card game. Oh God, I got the stupid uh, the the intro song on my phone. In fact, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, uh, um, Though the season two wasn't as good, man. Anyways, um, yeah, <clears throat> uh, I, I don't mean to hijack, by the way, but I was surprised to find out how big the Yugo card game is. My housemate at university was a judge for the official events, and uh, he always went to them, and there was like two thousand, three thousand people signing up to play a card game, and I, I thought it was just this like cartoon. Or anime, that I was guess, a weird thing about me. I always played Magic the Gathering, and so they had Yu-Gi-Oh cards everywhere, and I never had any answer to the cards. I just like the cartoon. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyways, writing. When, writing. when the Pokemon thing come out, I was interested until I found out I couldn't like challenge people and stuff. And I was like, eh, never mind. I've, I've played Ingress. I know what's up. I'm good. So, but I imagine when it, whenever that does get added, I'll be behind now because I didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't collect. You will them all. everyone will beat you up in the streets? They will with Pokemon. That, that was the feature that I really liked. Uh, that someone suggested is you walk down the street and if you have the app active and an option selected, your phone will vibrate and the other person's phone will vibrate and you'll just like challenge each other randomly. Yeah, that's, that would be really cool. 
Mm-hmm. Your your phone breaks in that animation. It's like I'm, I'm imagining like conventions and the, stuff uh, too. The battle music. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, it just starts if playing. That's gonna happen. I want that playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I yeah, I'm I'm seeing conventions where people no longer in, does anyone look at each other anymore. They're just all like at their. I mean, more so at their phones than ever in the past. Anyways. Yeah. I, I I've never cared about that. That always seems that seems like a transitional thing about people, you know, adopting phones more widely and uh, apps and stuff. But I think that that's another thing. Again, Pokemon Go kind of fixes a little. I mean, only when you're playing it, of course, but it does sort of let people be in their phone all the time and, you know, interact with people. Uh-huh. So. Mm-hmm. Although I've noticed that uh, there's some people that are playing it a bit too much lately on the gyms I see people have like Pokemon they're like level 3000 which is just insane <laughs> I feel like you'd have yeah. to not like go back to your house at this point since the game is released to get that high or they're just using a spoofer on I was about to say, like, is there- I went over to Bebop Vox's house and they play so much and they have so many friends over at their house that, that I just had my, my phone like unlocked and it was like, bing, new Pokemon, bing, new Pokemon. Because it's based off of how many people are playing the game in a certain area. Mm-hmm. And so like at Bebop Box's house, it was like Pokemon all the time. Like you could just grind all day. It was crazy. This just said, at, at, Chad says at Bebop Fox's house, you can grind all day. Anyways, mm-hmm. all day. <laughs> Take that out of context. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Good, tell us about the last VCRs. I was surprised about this. So um, apparently uh, the, there's only one company left in Japan that still manufactures VCRs, and they're going to stop. Um, and uh, they're, 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 their particular VCRs are sold in America under the name Sanyo. So if you've ever bought a Sanyo VCR, that's, that's the, the brand, or as it's called in America, so I tried to find information on VCR manufacturing in general when I read this, and I couldn't really find anything. I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, is anyone else making VCRs? Is this the, like the end of the VCR or what? And I don't, I don't think it is. I think there's still going to be people making them. But Japan, you know, is a bit, I mean, you, you see China. Then these particular VCRs are manufactured in China, um, and they're the, supposedly it's the largest still-running manufacturer of VCRs. So it looks like... Uh, that media is dying. I mean, I know people still manufacture eight-track players and record players, so I don't think it would ever come to a point where you don't see them at all. But just, it was just interesting. You ever know? We could go into a, a new sort of hipster universe in the next ten years, where people are walking around with VCRs. Well, like on their thing? on their hips. <laughs> yeah, attaching it with a, a huge rope. Uh, like, Global, uh, I mean, people still sell, like, Betamax, for example. So you can still buy people like Co. Except for instead of gaming for. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, other types of media. I'm actually all that stuff too. But there's there's a uh, there is a sort of um, old media appreciation uh, facet to that kind of stuff. That's why there's still record players being made in eight tracks because you can't really say that an eight track isn't the best way to listen or a record isn't the best way to listen. Maybe you like the whatever the sort of quirks were of it mm-hmm. and. Uh, VHS isn't probably really going to be like that, but there there were weird things. There were like HD VHS and stuff like that, but that doesn't really apply to to this. So I think you'd only want a v, uh, VCR at this point if you just, for some reason, really want the very shitty VHS experience. <laughs> for nostalgia, I guess. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I, I still have a ton of my old tapes and stuff. 
and like home videos because I mean, we had one of those giant motherfucking things mm-hmm. you carry around. Like, let's go to the park or like uh, Six Flags and whatever. It's like you carry around this thing. Man, talk about I can't imagine ruining my park experience today with something like that. You, you pull out your phone and record something real quick. Yeah. But carrying that thing around all day. It's my like, head just imagines that like a, an alternate reality <laughs> where the internet was around, but vlogging technology had been so primitive still and... Dude, the uh, sensors and like cameras, yeah. yeah. Do you think there's any quality difference in that last VCR that comes off the line than there was in, say, one you got 10, 20 years ago? I bet not. I bet it's actually, I, I would say that it's probably if it, 10 years, maybe not much difference. But 20, 25, 30 years, yeah, I think maybe, maybe there would be a difference because I think the ones from 30 years. Oops, sorry, thirty years ago uh, are probably better. Because yeah, they, mm-hmm. they they really cheapened VCRs as they went along. Like you always would hear about people complaining, "Oh, my VCR died!" Right? Yeah, yeah. they break all the time. Uh, the one that my uh, that my dad had got uh, before I was born, actually related to what you were saying, dude, was a like a camera home recording thing combo. Uh-huh. VCR was in two separate parts. There was like a channel handler and controls and stuff and then there was the vcr part and the vcr part by the way also was your recording like tape deck for the camera so if you took the camera somewhere you had to take the vcr with you <laughs> so, was, it, was it like like on a, on a big strap you hung over your shoulder yes 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 but that thing worked forever i think it still works yeah they made them properly back then didn't they you that's did. that's an interesting subject matter. Honestly, it's on the the list here. But uh, I bought a a really nice washing machine two years ago. Before that, I had the same washing machine for fifteen years, no problems. My washing machine broke recently, and I had to get it fixed. And the the um, the guy when he came out said he hasn't seen a washing machine manufactured in the last five years that will last more than five years on average. Hmm. Um, because because of the, the change with the high efficiency requirements um, that apparently like the way the water fills up and the way the things had to be built, you're saying basically any washing machine you buy, expect to replace it within you know five, six years or whatever. And because so they're more complicated than they used to be. Well, that too. But I even still, I mean, we didn't buy one. You know, we bought the top of the line until it came to digital readouts and stuff because that is one of the things I expected was the complication with the computer aspect can be a problem. So still, still, you know, some manual knobs and stuff, but, you know, high efficiency and the, some of the other settings, but without going too far. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those, I don't know, it's one of those weird things where it's like it feels like not, I mean, that's just one example of, but there's like, it feels like everything's kind of getting shittier, right? Is that Planned just, just old? Yeah, the, yeah, planned obsolescence is a real thing. I mean, the uh, probably the best example of that shit is uh, printers. Right. Fuck, mm-hmm. I hate getting a consumer level like sixty to one hundred and fifty dollar printer. It's guaranteed to die after like two years, no matter what. It's because it's got plastic uh, cogs on it. And yeah. Stuff. It's designed to die. You know, it's this. This applies to like all kinds of things. So, like, I, I was recently learned about. I think it's a console. I can't remember what one it is, an old one, but they had uh, something called a, like suicide capacitors. Capacitors are designed to die after a certain amount of time to kill the device. It just won't work anymore. It seems like that died. should be illegal, right? Like, am I the one that feels like yeah. this should just be illegal as fuck? Yeah. I don't think it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. I know, I, know, I don't think, think it, it is. is. I'm just saying, shouldn't it be? Like, to plan that you're, like, to build in a failure mechanism into your product seems like it's. 
And unless yeah. unless there's a something on the fucking box that says this has a built-in failure mechanism, I feel like it's like false advertising. It's like it's you know you're not. And also with the change to like allowing people to actually fix their own products. Like you look at John Deere and stuff. I mean, they're, the you know they they've said that they own the tractor to the to the point that you can't edit it. Kind of like how Apple says you can't open up your phones or whatever and change those because that's still that's still their their you know, property. Their, yeah, their, their property. <laughs> That just seems like bullshit, and I think I think the reason why I use John Deere as an example is because I think about farmers and the type of people that own a farm are not, well, you know, they're the kind of people that's going to open up their car and work on their engine, that that you know that sort of thing. Stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it just seems like absolute well, bullshit. That's I mean, the thing. It seems like the market will just make that uh, like. Uh, after a while, I mean, that's why I feel like Honda and Toyota did so good. Is everyone realized that the, that Ford and Chevy and stuff was just falling apart, and a Honda have, and a Toyota to wouldn't. some degree. But I mean, now, I don't know if that's true anymore. I feel like you have an incumbent like the John Deere is actually a great example of this. Is like that's a huge incumbent in that industry that's not going to be unseated unless some, something severely bad happens to their company, probably from within, because they're just too well known of a brand. They're they're they dominate too much of the industry to ever be unseated. Yeah. And that's, that's the case in a lot of other things too. Like Intel, Intel uh, annihilated the CPU market. Yeah. They, they control it. There is no AMD uh, these days, really. I don't think, I don't think there's really much seriousness around buying an uh, AMD CPU because Intel just, they just wash the market with cheap chips and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, I remember like covering the CPU market uh, and NVIDIA announced or sorry, AMD announced that they weren't coming out with their newest like line of processors. And there was a time when it were AMD and Intel. I mean, it was like head to head and right. one company was kind of pushing the other company along and they were both competing and AMD just stopped competing. And right after that, there were press releases that that Intel's next CPU was getting delayed, that it was coming out later, and that the whole pipeline had been slowed down because all of a sudden they didn't have any competition and they yeah. didn't need it to push out something as fast. Well, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, another good example, that's TI, Texas Instrument Calculators. They don't have any competition at all, so they have these fucked up... I saw that on Reddit, yeah. Oh, was that on Reddit? Well, I, it's just been, always been a thing. It's just always been a thing. Like, they're always, they, they've always so, so controlled the market. They haven't ever changed the base specs, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't have to. And then they don't have to change the price. Like, that, that calculator is so goddamn expensive, you could almost buy a tablet. Probably could buy a tablet for the price. Yeah. And the thing is, schools require them. It's a, it's a required product for a lot of classes at a, at a certain level. You have to have a graphing calculator. And you can't even have, like I said, a tablet or something that can do the same exact thing. It's a requirement for this class. You must have this. So text instruments is in a great place. You know, uh, going back to the Intel thing, one thing that interests me is obviously we're getting to the point now in technology where, you know, the CPUs can really only be pushed so much. You can only fit so much transistors on a chip. So that's going to obviously uh, put research into stuff like quantum computing and different sort of ideas for processors. And I wonder if that will open up just an entire new market for uh, technology companies to jump into. Yeah. But that, yeah. I mean, that's like 20, 30 years away at this point. You know? I mean, that's that's why we've gone multi-cores because we plateaued at at what we could achieve with current material <clears throat> current materials. Mm -hmm. What so are we at? You're down How many nanometers are we at now? Uh, we're at what is it? Two point six is a billion transistors. 
at this point. It's a crazy amount. I mean, I'm actually just looking at it. It's Moore's Law. We learned about that in college. And it was just, you know, there's a straight line going up. And then recently it just got so, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Sta- uh, static? Not st- is that the word? Well, we, I don't know. We hit a physical wall. Mm-hmm. Also, there, you know, it's not necessarily consumer need in some ways. More. That's another one of those things. Yeah. They would be looking at it like, well, it would be cheaper for us to just make processors that can handle email and word processing. You know? Yeah. But uh, like, yeah, so Skylake is at 14 nanometers. Now, uh-huh. like if you just go back to like Sandy Bridge a few years back, that was at 32 nanometers. So we've gone half the size, you know, in just a, a, a little while. And you can't get past there's a certain nanometer size that you can't get past you're you can't make it in small. you can't make it zero negative nanometers you know well we would uh, need a, we would need a different material uh, right different base to use no that's true intel now they intel used to i guess change their their processes every two years they for, forever was what they did yeah it's tiktok you'd set your clock to it and yeah. now Intel, um, they, they're kind of letting it slide now for the first time. So now it's, yeah. they're not going to bother for three years. And, you know, they also bought somebody or maybe, maybe it wasn't Intel who bought them, but ARM got bought. And uh, I think it was Intel, which ARM is in everything. You know, ARM is in your phone. ARM is... Got well, see, ARM, ARM focused on, like, Intel and AMD were focusing forever on high power you know, as much, you know, horsepower, basically. ARM focused on low energy, you know, very low power, high, you know, you could do lots of, of data but as low as you can. And so that, so phones, I mean, it just um, got, I mean, phones, it just ate it up. So, so Intel and, I mean, that's why you never see a phone with an Intel chip inside of it is because it's all ARM. Um, so anyway, sorry. I think that with... Uh... VR being pushed so much and GPUs going uh, into development now, well, a lot better GPUs. I'm just curious where technology will take uh, the sort of CPU, GPU market in the next decade or two. Well, it's not going to take it anywhere near VCRs. We know that. (laughs) Unless the VR becomes so good that we can emulate VCRs. VCRs in VR. Can you imagine that 10 years' time we'll be sitting in a, a VR room, Chad, with a VCR and <laughs> plugging in Good's home reel that he shot 20 years ago? Oh, I remember, <laughs> man, you remember those businesses that would prop up, pop pop up, not prop up, um, uh, you know, or convert your, your VHS to DVD or whatever, and then yeah. DVD yeah. to mm-hmm. Blu-ray, <laughs> and what's going to be next? you got to convert something. Memory cubes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's really that's where you really should put it is someplace that's not beholden to. But what 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 would that be? Like some kind of laser etched rock? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard so many things of the next. Like I've even heard of like resequence DNA. So like it's like some living thing that can repair itself and change it. So that like if you use some organic matter, it will. You know, you could easily change the organic matter and stuff. I don't know. I've heard organic processes, haven't they? You mean like yeah. for, our, for our next big physical media? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, it's it's some sort of matter that you, you change the DNA sequence and 
Like I've heard of this. But didn't, didn't one of the uh, one of the thumb drive manufacturers just come out with a new one that was ludicrously huge amounts of memory on a tiny space? I, I, I saw that the other day. Terabit sure. USB drive. Yeah, yeah, I've, well, seen, yeah. I've seen like a, uh, yeah, I've seen a few of those at like CES and stuff where they're like. If I remember, you know, when I was when I was a kid, and you know, I go. My dad used to work for a water company, and he was in charge of the computer systems when they initially were brought in, you know, way back in the sort of late 70s, early 80s. And I would go there, and there'd be, like, just big metal cupboards, and you open the door, and you've got just racks and racks of, of cards, end of cards, with, like, little red LEDs on them just blinking away. And that's what it was. And he'd come out with his hard drive that's about this big, and it was, like, you know, two meg. Yeah, it cost like so three grand at the time. It was like, look at yeah. that, amazing! And now you've got. Yeah, I just I just sent uh, oh, one terabyte wow. USB drive. That's crazy. Yeah. Five hundred pounds for one terabyte on a flash stick. Yeah, yeah. That's, I had to get a lot cheaper than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come I, I I had to ship uh, footage uh, like in the mail because it was like like five hundred gigabytes or something. I wasn't going to upload that. So I went to, to uh, Best Buy to try to buy like a 500 gigabyte thing. They don't sell them anymore. They only sell terabyte uh, portable hard drives now. That is the smallest, and it was like $45. <laughs> it was like, they only sell terabyte. You're fine. If they, if they sold a 500 meg one, it would be $42 anyway. Yeah, I know. It'd be. It's like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's. No, I agree with you. Because I, 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 I had to rebuild a friend's computer the other day because she the kid had filled out the viruses and she had a, a terabyte drive on there and the, the drive was dying anyway so he said right well we can buy a half half terabyte one or a terabyte one and i looked at the prices and it was literally four pound different <laughs> yeah it's it like if you're already in the market <laughs> yeah it's like well there's no point in getting a small one yeah yeah exactly uh okay moving on uh while we're talking about, a little bit uh, about retro stuff with the vcr Nintendo is re-releasing the classic NES in a new mini form later this year. So the idea is that it's like the size of your hand and uh, it'll also be packed with 30 different games. I thought it was 60. Uh, Wasn't it 60? 30. Oh, okay. I must have read that wrong the first time I read it. Yeah. So uh, there's some really cool games in here too. Uh, there's all the Mario, there's Metroid, there is, I'm trying to find the list again. Um, there's Kid Icarus. Yeah. So these are all just like digital versions of these games, I'm assuming? Yeah. This, yeah, this is... An emulator, right? Literally. As opposed to the analog versions of them. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> you know what I mean, like there's no physical... You remember when you bought the Atari, the Atari stick, remember? Yeah. And it's yep. kind of like... Right. Or it's all bundled in. Yeah. So we'll, seen, it's more like the the Atari flashback, the Intellivision, ColecoVision flashback. The uh, there was a Genesis one. That one actually took cartridges, though. You can actually play real Genesis games. Oh, wow. But for the most part, they're all just they're like they're kind of like Raspberry Pis. They have these games stored on the ROM on the thing. They're not expandable. You know, the only thing that really makes this one kind of different from the others is. Well, one, the, the Nintendo library, which is probably more popular. It's official. And uh, no, the other ones are all official, too. Those mm. were all licensed. Um, but this one's also going to have official Nintendo controllers that yeah. will work with your Wii. 
Oh, it'll work with your Wii. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, there are NES controllers that have the, um, you know, the plug on the bottom of your Wiimote. Oh, yes, I see that. Wow. Yeah, those plug into the front. So you can use those controllers on your Wii, or you can use your Wii controllers on this. Is there a price? Man, I, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Is there a price, Chad? No. It is $60. 60 bucks. That's right. I mean, that, 60 that's, from, I guess. That's not too bad, I guess. That's, no. the, the controllers will only be 10 apparently, which I think is actually pretty awesome. Yeah. I wonder I wonder in Nintendo when I ditch that stupid Wii connection port. It's so it's so like large and that's what I'm thinking is like it seems weird that they went to that amount of effort to use that port. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it gonna be on the next console? Hmm. You'll see the next console you can put you can put GameCube and Nintendo sixty four controllers in there and they'll have ports for everything. For promoting a virtual console because then people can use their retro controller with their NES virtual console games that they already have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would be weird if then the NX doesn't have that port anymore and it's like, okay, why did you come out with this so late in... Maybe because yeah. it's a yeah. throwaway. I thought maybe it was kind of weird that they didn't mention it at all at E3, even. Like, all they did was Zelda. Zelda. We're making it more Zelda. That was it at E3. I, I think they're really like. <laughs> I, I really feel like everything is happening. This sorry, I'm laughing so awkwardly, but it, like it, everything is happening at the exact same time for them. They have finally decided to get into apps. It exploded. They showed off Zelda. That exploded. I think this this is coming out on the 11th of November. This, everyone is going to buy this for Christmas. Like it, they're not going to be able to make enough. Uh, I know it. Um, Collector's item as well. Even if I, I about this on, on Twitter a bit, but I, I just don't understand the hype that much. Yeah, I don't either. I was about when Twitch chat was saying this, everyone's going to buy it. I was like, I won't, I won't buy it. It's not but the hype is no, real, man. People, people are very... I think Chad may be right. Huh. I, just, I just find it weird that it's like... That didn't happen with the Genesis one. Maybe it, maybe it didn't get enough no, notoriety or maybe it just well, popular enough, but it's the same thing. It's just... I think it's... A, 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 here's here's the, the points that I love about it. A... It looks exactly like the old NES, uh, except like cuter and smaller. The controller looks exactly the same, except for the connector on the end. The games, they actually have like a lot of games that I would love to play again. I don't have my NES around here anymore. I don't really want to emulate it on my PC. I would love to play it with the controller that I remember playing it with. Zelda, Zelda 2, all the Super Marios, Pac-Man, Ninja Gaiden, Metroid, Mario Brothers, uh, Galaga, Final Fantasy, Ice Climber, the Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. Like the, the games. It's, it's, it's a big nostalgia thing. You're in a world of nostalgia because you've got them all there already. So you I, can... I, don't, I don't actually have any of these devices, but yes. I mean, I, I totally acknowledge that because of the fact that I play with real, car, uh, real consoles, real cartridges, and all that stuff, it's not a product for me. Mm. I'm not saying people shouldn't like it because. I have games. No, I'm just saying that's why you don't feel it as much, I think. Perhaps. What do you think the connector I, on the back is going to be? I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like people think that it's going to do more oh, than, HDMI. than it is. Like wow. my, my first question when I read this is, is it going to have some kind of connectivity where, I can, where they're going to release other packs of games at some point? That was it my first question. It doesn't have any expansion ports. It doesn't have any. The USB port is only for power. You can't use it for data. I'm sorry. I'm assuming someone will somehow get away and you'd have, you'd have yeah. to mod it. You'd have to you'd have to physically mod it to. Well, they'll bring out a version two 
more games. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Did you stack they, them on top of each other? You got yeah. like, and they're different colors, like the old Pokemon games. All I'm saying about the Genesis one, to answer what you were saying, Chad, is that it is everything you said, literally exactly the same. You know, it's got like a Genesis controller. It looks like a little baby Genesis. I, the only thing is, I can't say whether you would like the library, but obviously tons of people did because I knew tons of people had Genesis. Probably not as popular as the NES, but, you know. And the other thing is that it actually played cards. So, I don't know. It's, it's weird that it's so much the same thing. There's so many of these things that are just like little emulators that you buy for 40, 50, 60 bucks. Nobody cared, nobody cared, nobody cared. And then Nintendo does it, everybody cares. I, th I think... Lost. Nintendo have a lot of fanboys though. Like I probably yeah. include myself in that. You guys see they probably. released a Pokemon Pokemon Go Plus. It's a little USB vi I was supposed to say USB vibrator, but that's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> the Pokemon USB. Go Plus. Yeah, okay. it's a Sorry. circle circle thing and you basically connect it via Bluetooth to your phone and you walk and it vibrates yeah. when you encounter it and it's sold out. It's essentially oh. No, portable vibrator, and not that type of vibrator. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, though. Yeah, I, I, and it's I, I, out. I don't get, I get it. On that, yeah, like, how, I, how, I, how much was it? Let me check. I would get this thing oh, as well. Five pounds. But for me not to play it, you know, I would just get it because I, I too am a Nintendo fan. I got the Res vibrator. That was good. I, to be honest, I had never even That's heard of this way thing. Back. <laughs> like, wow, it's like forty dollars for a vibrating watch. Not for me, I just... <laughs> So it's I a watch. So it really was. You could just strap it on and go. Anyways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess I'm yes. a little afraid that people are just thinking that it's going to do more than it is. That's all. Yeah. I, think, I think people think it's more than it is. I would get it purely for the brand name because I'm a Nintendo fan. I grew up with Nintendo. I will probably not open it. I'll just put it on a shelf and that'll be that. But um, yeah, I don't know. To be honest, finding any information about the Sega Genesis classic console game thing is so difficult. I can't find the list of the games. I can't, like, uh, maybe that was their issue the whole, all along, is the marketing sucked. The thing is that this shit happened with those things, that shit happened so long ago now that they've come and gone. They're out of the market now. Like, yeah. I think the most recent one was the ColecoVision one, which I think I, think I saw at Walmart recently in clearance because nobody buys these things. ColecoVision? Yeah. It was uh, similar to the Intellivision? Or the, no, I, I, had, I had one. The, the original. Oh, you had one, okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd quite like the, the new mini one. Hmm. I wonder if uh, I wonder if there's, there's there's more hype around the game industry in general now too. Like, there's the market is is, is more primed for this type of product than it was five ten years ago. We'd look at things mm -hmm. like the popularity of even like Twitch and you know just different things. <laughs> I think you guys hit it right with the fact that it's it's because it's Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah most of it. Yeah. Nintendo have a very cult like following, and I say that as a member of the cult. Yeah, I'm with you. So I think it will sell out, like Chad said. I think parents will be all over this thing, but also like classic Nintendo fans and Nintendo fanboys. Yeah, yeah. and and also it's just it's one of those gifts that is so like this is what i'm thinking about why it's gonna just sell like hot cakes at christmas is i don't i can't think of a single person that if i gave this to they'd be like oh oh yeah, man yeah i hope i you can know, add to like, my secret santa <laughs> <laughs> I, 
every everyone is going to love it. Like you could give this to your dad. You could give it to you know a kid. You could give it to almost everyone, and they would have fun with it. So that's, that's what I think. Kids Moving have a on. different view. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> say what you want to say. Well, I was just gonna say I think I think younger kids might have a different view of this thing because to them they're gonna be like, "What is this ugly thing?" And what are the game? These old games. But I mean, yeah, yeah. If they give it a shot, they 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 should enjoy it. But yeah, they're so used to yeah the doom. You know, if, can you imagine a kid that played current Doom and then you're like, all right, now you have to play the original and that's the only thing you can play. God. <laughs> right. yeah, they don't have an appreciation of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but still, I feel like the generation that this is aimed at has money now. Is it, They can spend 60 bucks where the kids, right. you know, that are super young, you know, really into Christmas probably won't be. But still, you give gifts to your family. I would just say to just... To anybody out there who thinks this thing was going to do more than it is, for 60 bucks or less, you could also just get a Raspberry Pi instead. Just look for, like, Raspberry Pi emulator kit or tutorial or whatever. You mm -hmm. can get a controller, a Raspberry Pi, and put every ROM in the world on that. But that's not device. legal. I'm not telling you to download ROM. If you, if you <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> the emulators are legal. Uh, the emulators are legal. Yeah, get yeah. those. I'm also I'm looking for an NES Raspberry Pi case too. That's that's the next thing that you need. Those exist. Those yeah, already they do. Oh, They're not as perfect looking as this other one, but yeah, just buy an old NES and then shove it in the case. <laughs> you could literally do all that yourself for about the same price, and there's even tutorials and kits out there, so it's really easy. Yeah. And it would do a lot more than just this. That's the other point. And it's not because right. if people are like, "What's well, the same price?" What about the other? It can do a lot more. Anyways, that's the thing. It's like if you told me if I was really excited about this and you told me to do that, I'd be like, "Well, I don't even know how to start." Like, I Chad, don't you know. built your own wall by yourself with no help at all. Remember? Listen, construction is different than like coding and, and like flashing a ROM so that it boots oh, up when I put the Raspberry Pi on it. It's like, way easier than that, and I'm telling you, there's tons of tutorials. And I'm also talking, it's 30 games versus tens, like 10,000 games. Literally 10,000 games. Only if you legally rip the ROMs, let's just add. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, Badge, uh, tell me about getting doxxed and getting lightly. Well, so, yeah, there was a guy who actually finally got arrested for doxing somebody. Um, he dozens of people, it said. That's just a, a, a list. Um, he boxed people, he swatted them, and he cyberstalked them. Um, got arrested, got sentenced to a year in jail plus a year or so he served. Wait, wow. Which is not really sending out the message. <laughs> um, no, no, definitely not. A one year, is that it? I think yeah. anyone that is, that commits this crime should be charged with attempted murder. That's my opinion yeah. on the subject matter. It's attempted uh, murder. Anytime you send the SWAT team to someone's house, uh, I mean, you see how often SWAT teams go to the wrong house by accident because they don't know how to use Google or Google has the wrong information or whatever, and that's apparently the only way you can find someone's house. Um, and the, and the, shoot person, the family dog. And, and, and the family. You know, the guy thinks someone's busted into his house. He grabs his gun to defend his home and gets shot by the SWAT team. So if someone calls in a SWAT team on someone's house, it's attempted murder, and that's how they should be charged. 
I agree with you. I agree totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's strange that they don't already view it that way, or or at least a little a bit more harsh than just a year. I don't know. I wonder. I really would love to hear the argument the attorney put forward because if you, it seems like it'd be so easy to cite these these situations. Um, but maybe the establishment doesn't want to view itself as that dangerous either, uh, as a, as an attempted murder. You know, you know, they don't want to be like, oh, we're not murderers. Like a, no, no. Conflict of interest. Right. I th- I think the problem is that the pe- the judiciary and people that are actually handling this stuff out don't really understand what's going on. Uh, yeah, no, I think there's a big disconnect between uh, modern internet culture and lawyers that are in their 50s, 60s, 70s. I mean, I, I think the law in general is very outdated in this sort of area. Yeah, um, yeah so the, the judge said, explaining his brief deliberation on arriving at the two, two year sentences, two years, but one of which he was already waiting for trial anyway. Um, he says- um, That means he's probably gonna get out in like three months, by yeah, the way. He's not gonna- do the whole thing. He yeah. hopes to send a message to others who would endeavor to engage in swatting attacks. And that message is, give it a go, you might as well, you know? <laughs> it's a year. I mean, a year sucks, but, you know, you could have yeah. killed a few people, so, all right. Um, <laughs> I guess maybe it just comes down to uh, if, if something actually happens, then, then they'll get the- more punishment. The the guy um, the guy that's quite key to this is Brian Krebs, who is a well known cybersecurity guy. Yeah, uh, yes, Krebs on security though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and he he helped with this, and he said um, he said it does send a message. It says you can endanger the lives of others without seriously affecting your own freedom. The message that the government as a whole will remain incoherent and inconsistent in its handling of cybercrime, um, especially if you go back to think of um, was it Aaron. His face a few years ago that committed suicide in jail after the Reddit corner. Aaron, is it Schwartz? Schwartz, yeah. Um, they, they were trying to do him for you know all sorts of heinous, heinous crimes just because he downloaded some public library stuff. Did you say heinous, anus crimes? <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me, too. Heinous, heinous crimes. Anus, crimes. Um. <laughs> but I hope we got the max. That's my stupid name. Oh my god! <laughs> mm. So wrong. Uh, Co. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's Co. <laughs> you must leave Co. In a, oh, in a, yeah, in a quick yeah. hurry. Okay. Well. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you just gonna leave it up? <laughs> if he changes, it'll fuck up the whole scene and everything. <laughs> Bye, Co. Oh, is that, what is that? A hacky sack? What is it's that? It's a it's a jiggly poof, I think. Oh. A jigglypoof. It's a Kirby. No, it's Kirby. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a Kirby, a jigglypoof. I don't know. It's, is Kirby a Pokemon? <laughs> Which is also <laughs> oh, no. I'm just kidding. God damn. Okay, Jesus Christ. All right, let's okay. let's move on. But first, on that, yes, uh, we have to thank our sponsor for this episode, Brain Tree Payments. Thank you so much for supporting the Minecraft podcast. Uh, by next year or even next week, there could be a whole new way to pay. Things change all the time. Maybe it'll be the next Bitcoin or the next Apple Pay or maybe even both. Fortunately, Braintree's full stack payment platform is easily adaptable to whatever the future holds. So you can easily adapt to accepting everything from pounds, which you know, not doing so great in the world market, uh, to PayPal, uh, uh, to the next big innovation from any device with just one integration. And 
whatever new payment platform or method comes out, uh, you'll, all you have to do is update just a few lines of code. No more late nights or compiling and recoding and all sorts of stressing out about not being able to take payments. Uh, Braintree has you covered and is there to help. So you can learn more at braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack. We actually use it for our store. Uh, it's simple and secure payments that's easily integrated in. Uh, they support Android, iOS, and JavaScript clients. Did you say babes? Babes. Um, well, they, no. they, they, do, they do love babes, too. They, 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 love, babes. they love Minecraft, and Minecraft <laughs> loves babes. Not my vote. Leave my fucking keys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Just to get his key. Get his keys. So uh, one big uh, <laughs> last final shout out to BraintreePayments.com slash Minecraft. That's where you can find out more. Thanks, Braintree, for supporting the podcast. Bye-bye. Braintree. <laughs> uh, you got the first moving question on. too, Chad. I know. Moving on to ask Crack, uh, what kind of drunk are you? Do you become really talkative or are you the one who always pukes or do you get really tired, Emily? I'm sleepy. Sleepy. Drunk. Are you asking Emily? <laughs> the way Emily, you, the way you included you Emily at the end, it was like, Emily, tell me. Or, Emily. or do you get really tired, Emily? <laughs> tell me. Yeah, my Emily. Emily is sleepy. Heavy, you know, and I, I get, I get all, all, all sweet and cuddly and then fall asleep. Mm. So you don't finish the job. You get all cuddly, you get her all ready, and then you're like, very <laughs> <Pretty> much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a few, either I'll get really tired and I'll just like somber out and kind of want to be in my own little space or I think I get really cocky. Yep. You, Chad, uh, Chad gets cocky and he, and he or he, 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 you don't, you don't somber out, you pass the fuck out. He'll yeah. be mid conversation with you. He'll be like, yeah, so I totally, that's it. He's done. He's still, you're Normally what I do is I wait for like some lull, like someone goes to the bathroom or someone's talking, someone takes over the conversation. I get up and I leave and I go to the bed and there's fall asleep. So like in the middle of it, like we could be having a conversation. Someone like has a point and they bring it up and I'll just stand up and walk out of the room. Fall asleep. <laughs> it's like what I do. I think I also get a little bit cocky. I get very happy though. I'm a very happy drunk. I, I will tell you all the things. You're, you're you loud. I, I apparently am loud too. Um, if I get really I'd say you're passionate, you're passionate about whatever's on your mind. And normally yes. we're all together, so you're very happy. <laughs> but I've had drunk, passionate conversations with you where you're three awesome. words, Bernie <laughs> motherfucking Sanders. <laughs> all right, I, I also fell asleep at a bar that night. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was at Disney. I don't know. I don't know how I ever got back to my room. I remember. I do remember leaving that bar. God, I was so tired because we had like traveled a bunch. You were lost. Yes, yes, that is the night. I remember. I don't remember really. I don't remember how I got from the bar because I remember passing out in the bar. It was you very... disappeared off, and half an hour we left, and then we bumped into you. And I disappeared off. Really, I thought we all left the bar together. This is now. This is a new part of the story I didn't know. I th I, no, because I, I, I distinctly remember that we got there later on, and you, you and Chad have been walking around trying to find your room. So you must have gone earlier. I remember. I wasn't there that night. No, yeah, Chad didn't get there that night. No, Seth, Seth, Seth took me yeah, to my room. But no, I remember. No, Seth came along along later. I, I, I remember. I was standing on the banister, just kind of looking at the world and just you know accepting my situation of not having anywhere to sleep because I didn't know where my room was anymore. And uh, Seth coming up, being like, "You okay, buddy? You doing? You doing all right?" 
And I'm like, I don't know where my room is, Seth. And Seth's like, what do you remember? Let's talk through it. And I, we talked through it, and we worked it out. I remember telling him, like, it's, I'm like, it's 1083, Seth. And he's like, all right, let's go have a look at that. And, uh, and uh, he's like, yeah, there's not a 1083 at this. Could it have been 1038? And that's, that's what it was. It was 1038. Um, so I remember, but yeah, I don't remember leaving. I don't remember going from the bar to being upstairs, leaning against the banister, looking down the Disney premises like, well, this is my life now. Just here. You got really quiet, Pyro. Am I still here? Yeah. Yeah, you're here, but you're like a little, little. You're a little, little mouse pyro. My webcam keeps. Uh, I know my webcam. I know why Skype keeps auto adjusting, and we're not even using Skype. But yep. No, if it's open, you know. it'll fuck you. Um, am I okay now? Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. good. Okay, so I I've had many nights where I was in a club and I just got really drunk, and the next thing I remember, I woke up in bed, and it's just this like <laughs> gap between what I last remember, and I just freak out and text all my friends to make sure I didn't... Like, what did I do? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't... My drunk self is very uh, either energetic or very paranoid. Like, I'll freak out about getting a hangover the next morning because I get hit really hard with hangovers because uh, I'm such a small guy. I drink, like, three beers, and I'm pissed, and then I wake up the next morning with my head hanging off, so... <laughs> if I... If I, uh. if I get drunk quick like I'm, I'm past the point of caring because i already know i made a huge transition recently where i went for the month it's, it's a month on monday um where i went from drinking pretty much every night while my videos rendered and stuff to i've had four i've had four i've drank four nights in the last uh month total it's only on saturday nights because i've been going to the gym every morning and whenever uh -huh. i uh when i when i was still drinking it was like my heart was like i like my I was like sweating buckets and like my heart was racing a little bit more than I, I would want um so yeah i've uh and and one of the reasons i would drink is to easily fall asleep and by going to the gym i'm more tired um so i'm easy mm -hmm. I'm, i haven't had, had no trouble falling asleep in fact i just woke yeah. up from a nap before doing this podcast alcohol um, sleep is not it's not a good sleep either it's, really, it's, it's sensuous well, sleep but it is in the most restful sleep yeah well i would sleep was, for was like a, 10 hours a, great. A joint or something <laughs> but yeah yeah um so and uh so the last like the last stream I did on Saturday, I drank during it, and I got, like, two drinks. In fact, I get, like, halfway through the first drink, and I'm like, whew, man, this drink, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very strong drink. Um, so it's, it's crazy how yeah. quickly that changes quick. from being able to drink six drinks, which are five shots. That's, like, you know, 30 shots a night to now two shots in. And I'm like, whew, we need to slow down just a tad yeah. bit. Um, you keep yeah. going, man, so you can save your money as well. Uh, <laughs> you right. all that alcohol out, like, two beers in and I'm like already at the point where I'm sort of reconsidering my next drink. So yeah, no, seriously, like after you've built up a tolerance and then you start, you try to drink like when you had that, like as you drank, when you had a tolerance, that's definitely happened to me a few times. There's like, you know, I'll go on like a month thing where like I drink a lot during the entire month and then I don't. And the next time that I drink, I try to like match that. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I'm going to be like, very, very mindful next convention of, you know, when we go out, like, I'll have a drink, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because you think, like, oh, well, I used to do this this way. Like, right. I used to, like, that happened actually at uh, RTX, as I was, as I, I haven't drinking in a while, basically since moving here. Um, and we went out and I started ordering Long Islands and stuff like I normally do. And, God, I was, I was <laughs> out of it by the end of the night. Uh, that's funny. 
You should uh, order a pint of water with every drink after your second or third drink. It works. It works. Although I get some weird looks and bartenders. Uh, I just ask for a lime and a, not a whole lime, a slice of lime and a pint <laughs> a of water. Lime. I need a whole lime, please. Yeah, they hand you a slice. You're like, no, 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 not slice. I want the whole lime. <laughs> Don't even slice it. I wouldn't eat the rind, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think one thing also that happens when I get drunk is I get really loud. I cannot, I, I don't have the sense to hear myself. I have that. Problem. And I'll just like scream, like I'll be like, man, this is awesome. I love, you know, it's just like I'm talking so loud for like no reason. <laughs> uh, that happens a lot. So I lose my hearing. Alcohol's great, kids. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Zeros88 asks, <laughs> uh, Hello, favorite crackheads and possible guests. Has there been a game you like so much that wish you could play it forever? Oh, man, Minecraft Vanilla. Um, love the work you all do. Cole, love your stream today. Stay strong, buddy. Aw, he's, just a, he's just a Kirby now. Kirby. Kirby. You, you should have shown that support sooner, and now he's a Kirby. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know Kirby was a placeholder in their video games, and then it, he he became so loved that they kept him in, like that mm-hmm. that that. that I mean, he was just a circle. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that avatar was There's just like, like a... yeah. Um, a game you could play forever, man. What would that be? What's that look like? Chess. Mine, uh, Chad. Well, you're gonna ask Chad. Chad, do you have one lined up? I said what? chess. I said, <laughs> I said chess. I didn't mean Chad. I said chess would be the thing that came to mind. Well, uh... but. In my own experience, I mean, the game I have the most time on, I'm going to say, is COD 4. I have 300 days in that game. And they're re-releasing it this November with uh, the new Call of Duty, so... Do you feel like you should kind of go back and get that last 64 days? So you can be like, I have a year, I I got a year in there. I thought it was good, and then I went to university, and I had friends who played WoW, and they were like, yeah, I've got like two years in my character, and... I was kind of felt. Yeah, I don't want to see my uptime on my WoW characters. Actually, let's let's yeah, let's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what's weird is it seems like the game that I have the most hours on Steam is actually Seven Days to Die. Minus two, I think mm. now. Let me see. I have 152 hours on that. Mine is Isaac with 500, and then Rocket League with 400. But there's games like Fallout that are. Big and long. Anyway, you can play them for huge amounts of time without repeating. Yeah, but I feel like you need a a game with a really high skill curve. Like for me, I just said Rocket League would be a good one because I feel like you can never get, you know, the best at that. The the skill curve is just insane on that game, and I would probably pick that. And chess, as you said, I think chess and checkers and those sort of games are actually games that you can play forever because there's so much thought process that goes into him like right. I was watching yeah I was watching I was watching a grandmaster just dissect his play and he uh he had like one play and he had like 17 or 18 possible scenarios that he was explaining in his head for just one move you may have to do that throughout the entire game isn't like high-end chess quite a lot about learning moves that people have done previous mm-hmm. uh, as, as opposed to Actually thinking. Thinking yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I never played on like that level either. I yeah. guess Magic the Gathering comes to mind too as a game that I always continue to go back yeah. to and enjoy. But that's another strategy game. I guess I enjoy the strategy type games. And yeah, my top game is Seven Days to Die Two. I'm really surprised by that. I almost feel like that that data's wrong because Gary's mod is, is number two with two hundred and eleven hours, but two hundred and eighty eight hours on uh, Seven Days to Die. I don't I don't feel yeah. like I played that much, but I guess I did. It's weird to me too, because like I don't feel like like I I feel like there's other games definitely that 
especially on Steam, that I would have played for longer. But yeah. I wish that there was some way to tell how many hours I put into Minecraft. Yeah, I don't want to know. I, don't want to know. I, I would probably say it would rival my Call of Duty. Uh, uh, it probably does. Well, yeah. Nice sound, though. Oh, oh poor Pyro. No, Your sound is going away again, friend. No. Minor badges. Oh. I think oh, it was no. badge. Badge is oh, okay. okay. Uh, everything just completely frozen me to death. Oh, me. I see. Oh. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Baj, you're next. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to work out how, how you find out how you've got how many hours you've got and everything. Uh, I opened up the Steam, just the same thing. I've closed it now. <laughs> yeah, if uh, you go to Steam, you go to your profile and then your games and hit all games, and you can sort by playtime. But but that it excludes a lot of games. Like I've been playing a whole bunch of Overwatch, and there's a few games that I know that I, I have more hours on Overwatch than I have in this list, and they're not, they're not there. You know, and same thing with Minecraft. You know, Minecraft doesn't have a have a thing here. It's kind of strange. Like, I thought I would have played more of a lot of things. Like, Don't Starve Together is only 72 hours, and I'm, I forced Milby to play. I guess I forced Milby to play three days' worth of Don't Starve Together. He hated every minute of it. And There's some games engineers. that I didn't think that I would have so many hours on, like Grand Theft Auto V apparently I have a ton of hours on. Final Fantasy VII I have a ton of hours on. Like, that must have, the last time I played that game must have been, like, you so many years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be curious if you could go back in time and see, you know, from your childhood, how much hours you spend on certain games as well. Oh, that would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, some of those. Yeah. For sure. All right, Badge, I'm going to ask this for you. That's why you're looking that up. Uh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, seven days nice for me. Huh. How many hours? Weird. 570. Wow. Holy shit, you've doubled mine. Almost. That is crazy. <laughs> All right, bad. The second is Counter-Strike. Right, sorry, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. Sorry, it's coming. Um, <laughs> I don't want to shirk my responsibility. What yeah, is the oldest game you own? Physical disc or cartridge? Hmm. I don't want to set the bar too high, so I want to go last. Mine's got to be uh, something from the ColecoVision or uh, okay, Commodore 64. One of yeah. those two things. Yeah. You're, you're a young in Pyro. No, you're not. You're not you yeah. It also depends on like, are, does it have to be in the house? Because like, I have games at my parents' house. Did you own it? I mean, I would, I would walk over and say, "I own this," and pick it up and take it home. Yeah, that's it's yours. Yeah. Uh, then it would have to be like uh, original, like Game Boy, basically, or um, the PS2. I found my Game Boy recently, and it actually worked. I had Marble Madness still in it. Oh, oh no, it wouldn't uh, be PS. Yeah, it would be Game Boy. I, the original Game Boy would be before like N sixty four. Too young. So. I, I know what mine is because I, uh, I googled it. Um, I went through a phase about four or five years ago where I started buying you know mint copies of games in, in the box and stuff with all the manuals, and I went through that game collector phase. And I was really interested in Game Boy games, so I bought all the Pokemon games, box full of manuals. But my oldest one was Castlevania: The Adventure, the first Castlevania handheld game released. Uh, North America, December fifteenth, nineteen eighty-nine. Four years before I was born. So, God, so young. There you go. So not, uh, I was expecting. You were born in the nineties. Um, Did you just say you were, you were born in the nineties? Ninety-three, man. Ninety-three. He's a child. He's oh a child. Oh my god. Um, I have. Makes me feel so old. Uh, in the attic, I've got Caligo Vision. Um, I have got uh, a copy of Elite, the original 
Elite that is every time I read. Re Macro was that? No, no, well, it was a PC version. Every time I read my PC, I copy, I copy it over, and it's still there, but there's still a save on it in case one day I'll buy it. Um, but my dad built a Pong clone when I was really young. I think it's the first game I played, which was basically a box with two, a couple of paddles coming out on wires with like a variable resistor knob on it. Um, and it's just literally yeah. tennis. That's, that's awesome that he built that, man. That's... Yeah, it was, well, he was an electronics engineer anyway. But I'm just thinking of... Yeah. Out with his instructions on how you make it and stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Magnavox Odyssey here, now that you're mentioning that, like the first ever yeah. games console. Um, it was it was it was around the time it was probably a little it's probably a couple of years after the Atari Pong came out I would have thought um, so it's, yeah late seventies I would have thought uh, seventy eight something like that um, well, it doesn't work anymore unfortunately because one of the chips blew and you can't buy the chip anymore so it's just plastic box yeah so is that it are we done mm -hmm. <laughs> that one Fire, you uh, have on, one on to my question. Uh, so this one comes in from SS51 who asks, would you rather go blind in one eye or deaf in one ear and why? Huh. Jesus. I think you go blind in one eye. Wow. Yeah. The guy that's afraid of the eye shit is going to go with that. Yeah, right? well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, as long as you don't have to get near my eye for to go blind. As long as I imagine like, that this is going to be done with a very hot poker or something. Shut up! <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Here, here, here. With a finger. <laughs> Uh, see, my, my, my whole thought process on this is it limits myself down to one of whatever it is. So which one would I be willing to lose completely? Because I'm down to one now. Like, you know, if you got, if you got both eyes and you lose one eye, you still got the other eye. If you only got one eye, you only, you only got one left to lose. And if you lose that one, you're blind now. I'd, rather, I'd much rather be deaf than blind, I think. I think. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to go with the ear. I agree with that. I also feel like medicine will be able to cure deafness before they cure blindness. I, I feel like the eyes are just complex. I mean there's, there's no way of answering this without offending someone, is there, really? But um, I agree with you in that I would rather be deaf than blind. But if you ever have, like, an ear infection or something where one of them stops, because fuzzy and stops working, it's yeah. really, really annoying. Um, yeah. So I think one eye, you, you lose your depth perception, but you still see. Right. Yeah, see, that's, that's how I feel. It's like day-to-day... Yeah. -day, I would be fine, you know, like I, my mother only has one eye. And so uh, she, you know, I could tell she, she works just fine, but being deaf in an ear, it's, there's so, there's a lot that you miss out on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In my opinion. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I had this uh, idea, not the idea, but I was thinking last week about how could I cope with being blind and the thought, the whole, the concept of, coming to reality with that to me like I, I don't know if I could I, I would eventually of course but even losing one of my eyes I mean I, it is the same more or less but your field of view yes neither but again I also feel like as I said they'd be able to cure deafness right. before they would find this so I mean they are they already have cochlear implants that can basically cure I, 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 the last time, I mean, this is like in high school that I actually looked at them, but, uh, and, and you had to be young in order for them to be implanted. I don't know if that's the same. Talking of one thing, I'm completely um, skipping the whole question slightly. Um, 
twice in two days I've seen um, two guys with one leg and the other one being... I mean, I live in Aldershot, which is essentially an army town anyway, so they're most likely going to be Iraq veterans. Um, but normally you see one guy with an artificial leg. They do kind of limp a little bit. But in the, in the supermarket today, I saw a guy, and he was... Where, so I, the only way to put it is he was wearing it really well. Uh, he was walking so fluidly. Um, I was actually impressed at, at how well he was like... Yeah, I've, they've, they've gotten a lot better. I mean, some of the videos yeah, I've watched... I, I, I did not notice until I looked down because he's wearing shorts because it's hot. Yeah. Um, he was actually... And the other one, like, it was amazing how well he coped with it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, they say... They say uh, Regardless of disability that you get on, if you get a disability in life, your baseline happiness eventually goes back to normal after a period of time. Even if you become like a paraplegic, a paraplegic. Someone said for me because I can't paraplegic. Yes, that's the word. I, I struggle with uh, some words like that sometimes. I don't know why. Um, but you learn to adapt with it, and your baseline happiness goes back to what it's meant to be. Yeah. Same, same yeah. winning the lottery as well, by the way, for any. That's funny. Um, Well, I think it wraps it up, Chad. Chad, are you still here? Yeah, I think that's about it for this episode of the podcast. What's your reading, Chad? What are you reading? Is it important? Can you share with us? I was reading uh, a how to choose the perfect board game flow chart. Oh, Oh. on on r slash interesting as fuck. Wow. Much he, you lost his interest, Pyro, is what he's saying. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to learn how to choose the right board game. Sorry. He's going to have game uh. night with his new wife and, and her brick wall. <gasps> Look. Yes, yes. The, my, my camera's not framed right, so there's someone nice. in, in frame. <laughs> <laughs> You're making fun of my brick wall. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, moving on, that's it. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Thanks so much, uh, Pyro, for being on uh, this episode. And uh, make I'll try sure not to go missing for another know, six months, man. Oh. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can send your questions over to mindcracklp.com/podcast. You can also subscribe there on iTunes and YouTube. And uh, we'll see you next time on the podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye.